Welcome to an enlightened hour of interactive talk. This is Guided Spirit Conversations with host Marla Goldberg. In this program, we spotlight guests from all over the globe who have helped others change their lives and will provide you with the tips, tools, and techniques that you need to help you make a difference in your own life. Now, here is Marla Goldberg. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Guided Spirit Conversations. I'm Marla Goldberg, and I want to start out by asking for everybody to send out love because what's going on in Kenosha, Wisconsin, what's going on in Portland, Oregon, doesn't have to be. So if we could just breathe in some love and breathe out some love and send it into the universe, and hopefully we can soften the hearts of people and let them realize that all the damage, the rioting, the, the, the injuries that are happening are truly unnecessary. So let's take a second to breathe. One more time. Breathe in love. Breathe out love. And you can do this for peace, great health, whatever you want to do, bring it in and then share it with the world. And I'm going to share a very special lady with you today. And not only is she amazing, but it is her birthday. So let's welcome Pilar de la Luz, who is an earth keeper planetary worker a true mystic, a poet, shaman, healer, spiritual teacher, and seer. Pilar was born in Colombia, South America, and her esoteric knowledge is anchored in the deep ancient Lemurian roots. She is a priest in the order of the Melchizedek and a Magdalene priestess of the living earth. Above all, Pilar is a storyteller, dancer, artist, who joyously weaves in meditative ceremonies, breath, movement, touch, toning, ancient languages, and harmonics to awaken a heart-centered, full-brain function. Pilar has traveled extensively and is a mesa and pipe carrier, which I'm going to ask you about. And during her worldwide journeying, she has received many mystery school initiations, yoga, Sufi, Taoist. Her healing work includes harmonics, through special activations she received 30 years ago from the Hathors during her first trip to Egypt. Pilar is a practitioner of Qigong disciplines who invites artists to the dojo of Melchizedek, I hope I'm saying that right, for intensive week-long healing retreats. She lives in Casadaga, New York, two minutes away from the Lilydale campus, where people book their idyllic accommodations for their visit. In her younger years, the sacred mission of Pilar's life was the transformation of the moments of birth and death, framing pillars of our human lives. Welcome, Pilar. Thank you. How are you today? And happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. This is the happiest one of my life. Well, I'm so honored that you're here with me and, and just put a little extra frosting on your birthday cake. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very beautiful frosting. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Pilar, you've got, you have so many dimensions of, of what you do, what you've experienced, but how did you get started? When you were a child in, in Colombia, were you born with your abilities or is this something that you just kept learning on your journey? Both ways. I think we come trailing uh, clouds of glory, like your poet says, and I was a very aware child. I remember my father uh, pacing around. I am about two and a half years old. I was born during the Second World War, and he was tormented and, and talked about children in, in, in Europe. And I understood everything. I understood how Hitler, it was the Hitler inside of each one of us we had to work with. I understood the universe at that time completely. Uh, we children... And then we forget, I suppose. But <laughs> yeah, well, I, I um, forgot completely and studied to be a social worker, uh, specializing in group. I was um, a brilliant. Oh, no, but then there was something happened. Many things happened. In fact, I had a near-death experience before being born when I was in the womb of my mother. Because at that time, my father, who had 
like the same thing that Herman Hess had. My father is a great person and was actually a martyr. And there is a whole community in Colombia that, uh, that carries his ideas that is supported by the UN and it's called Gaviotas. But my father was a follower of Gandhi and, a, um, and at one point he left the world to go and join the poor people of the, of the Llanos, of the plains of Colombia to stop the, the, the violence, to, to bring forth a, a reform, a, an agrarian reform, and he was killed. So mm. he's a martyr in any way. I was only nine when he was killed. But to get, oh, and there is a group that carries his name in Colombia, which is Lawyers for, uh, for Social Justice. So yes, I come from, because we all come from our ancestors and, and oh, lines of great people be before us. Anyway, um, he was put in a mental hospital and I was three months to, yet to before my birth. And it was a terrible tragedy, I mean, in the family. So I remember, I suppose I remember, I thought this is too much, much more than I signed for because <laughs> my mother started bleeding and they put her with the feet up for the last three months of the pregnancy. And I'm very grateful to be here, but I was an anesthesia child and I was a child that as a child, many times I wasn't fully here. Uh, someone will do like this and I will come back. And I was, I had some autistic things. Oh, how wonderful my nails felt on my mouth. And I would go away, I suppose. But now I'm very, very present here. <laughs> and what happened was I had an awakening, full, spontaneous awakening at the death of Martin Luther King because of my response to his work. It was, the story might belong, so I, I warned you, but shall I, or shall I just say I had an experience? Wait, Howard, this is, this is about you. So if you feel I will that indulge, it has I will indulge myself okay. a little because I have never told this story. And really, Martin Luther King was killed on the um, Holy Week. It was, I was a Catholic. My ancestors, all of them, I mean, I come from South America. My grandmother, Clara, where I grew up with, had three Jesuit priests priests that were her sons. She was dedicated to the church. Many of us were. Anyway, um, I, um, my husband and I and the other baby, uh, the baby that was just, just very, very young, our second child, we went to church and uh, where we lived, which was a regular place of Washington DC area. Uh, the priest said, oh, that Martin Luther King, whatever you might have thought of the, whatever, it is too bad they killed him. But there was no emotion in his voice. There was something questionable about what, whatever you felt about it. My husband and I looked at each other in the second row of the church, turned around and left. Wow. Um, Okay, that uh, we on Easter Day was the baptism of my daughter Isabel, who is now an artist, a great artist. I have five children, beautiful children. And we went to Aunt, um, I forgot her name, Aunt, uh, this aunt of my husband, that they had the most magnificent um, mansion in a place in Baltimore and there was a celebration and the family all coming for, for my child that was in the beautiful dress embroidered by love and a, a starch that had been the same baptismal dress generations before. And we went to this cathedral that um, was, I mean, all of the other houses were beautiful at that time to, to mow the lawn of uh, their house was more than $300. So imagine it. Okay. Yeah. So we come to this beautiful cathedral and full of people. And thank God the priest was different. And that the, the, my child had just been baptized and the priest spoke about now that the church had to speak in English, I mean, it really was the most beautiful. It was a very young man. And he said, he even quote from the encyclica, encyclica of the Pope of that time, which I think was uh, Pope uh, the 12th, um, Pius the 12th, that uh, 
people, nobody has the right to the superfluous when there is people in need of the necessities of life. The very, at the very roots of Christianity, this is social justice, the poor, all of that. That's why my charity of choice is the poor people's campaign. So um, I looked around the church of thousands upon thousands of people because I needed to smile to a black face. And then I understood how divided America was because in that entire place, no black person at that time could have lived, could have had a house, could have. So even while my um, brother-in-law went to pick up his Ferrari, I was in a, in a side door of the church holding my child in the little uh, seats and with a beautiful um, uh, cloth, but I was looking at all the people coming out because I still needed, physically, I needed a black face to embrace. I needed a black, no, no, none came out. So my, uh, so my son-in-law picks me up and I am in the uh, driver, he's in the driver's seat and I am in the, of the beautiful sports car, right? I'm in the, in the passenger seat. And then he says, oh, that priest, he must have paid for whatever he didn't do. In the, and there was iron, irony in his voice. And, and I said, oh, yes, wasn't that moving? And I started talking about the, how uh, now that the church spoke in English, maybe the, the real message of Christianity will be given to us. And he interrupted me saying, what do you mean? Well, so I explained that I had a sweater of each color to match each one of my stupid skirts. <laughs> and when there were people dying of hunger in the world, when I had studied to be a social worker and had worked with children uh, uh, with malnutrition and in places where there was poverty and illness and, and all. And then, then he disagreed with me, but he truly completely disagreed with me because he said, no, but because, uh, oh, do you mean, he said, that these people here should give you something? That's when I had a certain, no, the opposite. And I had told my, my whole soul, but he didn't agree with it. And then he told me his religion and it was a straight capitalism to the perfection of what it will do and whatever. I listened and I, I, was the, I felt the strangest, the strangest. We arrived at the house where with uh, uh, jelly beans and champagne, um, one aunt said that, oh, the, Ma the Martin Luther, the, 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 uh, I think what the black people should do is like the um, uh, Puerto Ricans have done in New York, the, 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 to lift themselves up from their bootstrap or something. I was listening. I could not believe what I was hearing because that was the people that I had been. Um, I came from a, a small country, from a, re, a middle class uh, people. Here, what I was listening to was the strangest thing because I had with my English that I was just learning, but I was very good at. Now, I had been listening in total reverence to these people, but that was not what life is about. So I don't think I said much more. It wasn't, it wasn't possible. You can only speak to people that have ears to hear. And so that night in the little room of our house, my husband and the baby and I were in the room, but I couldn't sleep. And I woke up, I really woke up. It was three o'clock in the morning when I am in the corner of that room, walking around in circles, and I dedicated my life to the divine. I wanted my life to be used like Martin Luther King's life was, whatever it was, because I was so awake. And I summarized it one time by saying, a, a saying of Plotinus, it is not the absolute that calls upon you. It is you who can become present. I, I came downstairs uh, and knowing uh, that I have been a Catholic, um, I consider I had been a Catholic. I, um, we Catholics don't read the Bible. So I picked up the Bible and I started reading it. And when I read from Genesis to, I don't know how many chapters, everything came out in a different way. And what I understood and what I wrote about after was, uh, see, I understood my brain waves. I woke up, 
I understood things at many levels. I knew there had been great civilizations in this earth before. All of history has to be rewritten. I understood so many things. And that experience lasted exactly 40 days. I had been depressed in my adaptation, cultural adaptation to this country. And I had been with a little baby and the two babies, I had been sleeping 12 hours or, or 14 a day. I mean, I was depressed. Now I only needed three hours or two and I would go and walk in the night in the park that was near the house and commune with, uh, with Tayar de Chardin. I would come from the library with stacks of books from here to there. And I'll just tell one last thing of those, during those 40 days, I knew when a poem was coming and then I will stop my work and write a poem and continue all my life. And, but I knew that those 40 days were a gift. And they ended. And I was back at the beginning of the young girl uh, uh, from Colombia. And I have been uh, every seven years. There is a very special um, repercussion of that. But I have dedicated my life to learning and to sharing and to the work that now I call the dojo of Melchizedek. I was ordained in the priesthood of Melchizedek. I have pursued many esoteric, like mystery school learnings, beautiful ones all over the world. So I hope to be able to do more work, more good work. But the best work I did, my husband and I did it together and with our children, was the birth movement. That's wonderful. That's a great story. Thank you for sharing that. And so well, you, you went through this movement, but when did you, I guess, go stop being on the conventional path and start going down your spiritual path? Well, that was definitely a very big stepping stone um, the, that this time, but it had started way before. It started in my early childhood. Here is a memory. Uh, people that had been in the concentration camps, my mother emptied her house for them to come directly when they, uh, it was the, I guess it was the Girl Scouts of America that helped all this family of people from Vienna, Austria, uh, to come from the camps into our house. And then my mother gave the house for that. We moved into my grandmother's house and three blocks away, and here is this memory. Uh, I am probably five years old, carrying the food for the first day that this family, that, is, uh, that we are welcoming. And then they opened the door and Estelle Atomic was very, very tall. And she was like a theric almost. And she looks at me and she describes the angel that is behind me. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and receives the food, and those people came, became our family. They were uh, the sister and with the two children and the mother of a person that was already my mother's friend because he was the husband of her best friend, and his name is Antonio Tomic. Antonio Tomic was a, a Jewish person who uh, was a cartographer and scientist, and he had been able to, he to help his family now arrive this way. So they became part of our family. And that was where part of my unusual uh, upbringing happened because I was in a family of totally um, like medieval Christianity and beautiful one and very, very exquisite uh, um, pillars of their society. But this was a totally different uh, thing. Um, I would, Antonio would communicate with me as if I was a grown up and we would be walking and he would be teaching me Esperanto, the universal language. Tralamondo veni on novocento. It is the, the first line of the hymn of Esperanto, which was a language created so there wouldn't be political overtones to it, and the Bible was translated, all the lit great literature, Samenov that had created this language, had spoken 37 languages and created a language uh, mostly Indo-European roots that you could 
create. I mean, it was so perfect, but, but languages aren't created by us. And actually, it was a beautiful effort that took its moment in, in, in there, but uh, the language that the Ascended Masters have adopted is English, and I love English. I had to learn that. And I understand it deeper than the people that take it for granted. I have a friend that is an archaeologist of language. So we stand on language and on history and on many things. But as a child, I was receiving direct mentorship from someone that actually incarnated for that purpose. When I was 15 Can years, I will tell Can you I, the story. Let's hold on we, one second. We have probably to do a break. We have to do a break, <laughs> yes. So if you hang on out there, we're going to hear more from Pilar de la Luz and um, her fascinating background. All right, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Thank you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a f***ing long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My F***ing Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path to Learn to Live a More Self-Loving Life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. If you're just tuning in, I'm talking to Pilar de la Luz, and Pilar is an earthkeeper, planetary worker, a true mystic, a poet, a shaman, healer, spiritual teacher, and seer. And she has, her esoteric knowledge is anchored in the deep ancient Lemurian roots. She is also the priest in the order of the Melchizedek, did yes. I say that correctly? No, <laughs> and a Magdalene priestess of the living earth. And in addition, she is a storyteller, dancer, artist, and she weaves the most beautiful meditative ceremonies of breath, movement, touching, toning, and ancient languages, as well as harmonics, to awaken the heart-centered full brain function. Welcome back, Pilar. Yeah, I am about... In embodying the wisdom, when it says that uh, a full brain, a full body functioning. That's why I teach with Kigang and with dance, because it is not enough that we have the two hemispheres uh, uh, in balance. That is for the wholeness of our embodying spirit here in Earth. It is. It truly is. And so, how do you mix this all to all these things together to help your clients? Oh, that will be the best way to go. But I wanted to finish my story oh, just sorry. a yes, little yes, bit. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Antonio. So, Antonio, when I was uh, 15 years old, he came to visit our family, and then he he we before when I had known him, he was. Um, not straight and uh, healthy or anything because of the deprivations of camp before. Now he was resplendent. And what happened is he had taken yoga. 
yoga um, because he had been an admirer of Hammersholt, the men of the United Nations, that when he died, they published this little black book of the um, notes of like his diary. And Antonio had, uh, had um, been an admirer of Hammersholt and then here it was, the, the, the secret of Hammersholt that is in the biggest problems of the world. He will wake up at three o'clock in the morning and do his yoga, and he will live in the present moment of the love with another human being crossing the street. I mean, so uh, Antonio said, oh, I have to do yoga. Most people said, oh, I'm going to do yoga. I was a yoga teacher all my life, and they will tell me, and they never show up. Antonio started, and now he was standing up in his head perfectly. He brought the best foods and grapes and things, to, and he brought, wrapped in silk, the autobiography of a yogi to my mother. Now, mm -hmm. my mother was an unusual Catholic that understood that Catholic means universal, that's the root of the word. So I grew up in, in, in as a, my foundations were a spirituality of East and West and to completion because Antonio taught me everything. He, at that time, brought the books of the masters of the Middle East. So I'm steeped into good esoteric knowledge from the beginning. <laughs> Yes, you have. How fortunate for you to be that able to. That time when, when Antonio visited, I am listening to every word he's saying, but I go upstairs for a moment and I climb up the stairs running. And then he stops me and says, and I, I wasn't ready for just mindful walking. <laughs> but, because between the stairs, I could write novels. And anyway, <laughs> I. Then he leaves and I pick up the book of the autobiography of a yogi and I start reading and I'm doing beautifully until there is an, a, 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 something apported for the child. It's, it's a, an opal apported. And I close the book, I wrap it up. I was too scientific to, for that. I wasn't ready. I wrap it up back in silk. It took me 16 more years to read. Wow. To read it and then I have no problem with esoteric esoteric things. I understand <laughs> it. They happen around me. It's beautiful. Now I can tell you what I do. Yes, please do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can offer you perhaps a demonstration of I have had some initiations from the Hathors, which are the cow ears, these this of ancient Egypt, but they really are pre-Lemurian and they now are in, in a second civil, in a civilization number two in Sirius who are helping us with the ascension of the earth. Okay. So when I went to the temple of the Hathors in the many times, I have been like six times to Egypt. Uh, and the first time that I arrived, as I entered this temple and these temples are very strange. I mean, it's a mystery the whole thing. So I entered and I got a download, the simplest download in my mind that the name, our name is sacred. Of course, it is the signature of, of our spirit and that by my praying inside of me, your name, which was done in that temple, then the harmonics of your name enhances your, your is a blessing to you. So I could do the harmonics of your name. I could do a little blessing for you, Marla, if you want. I would be grateful for that. Thank oh, you. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> so, Marla, I use the name that is given to a child by the parents. Of course, there is, this is never um, something that doesn't have total meaning. I mean, this, uh, our name is our identity and is special. So, um, I want you, uh, I, I'm going to take you in a little visualization to a place and then ask you to call yourself because you are calling your higher self. In fact, later I will ask you to call the higher self of your higher self, which is the oversoul body. And then it is a blessing. And then it will be like a song of the soul. Okay. Sounds wonderful. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. All right. One of my initiations in this life is called in the Pyramids of Light, a church of natural healing. And we met during the Convergence 1987 in Emerald Isle, Isle in North Carolina, and 
this was where I got my Reiki trainings and many of my other trainings uh, by, um, his name is Jarrell. Uh, um, anyway, he, it, it was a, it's a beautiful church that used a lot of ancient technologies of prayer. So this is one. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to have you because the name of the church is the Church of the Pyramids of Light. I want you to visualize a beautiful pyramid of light, holographic, and has the shape and the proportions of the pyramid of Egypt, that uh, temple of our world. And you are seated in a throne. We are going to call this the throne of Isis. And you are at the height of the king chamber of the great pyramid. And you go within and you follow your breath and you ask in your soul, for this blessing. While I will open sacred space in my way with uh, names of God too. Like the translation of the Kodosh, 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 Aronoi Sabayoth is Father, Mother, Creator, Restorer in whom we have our every breath. I might pray the Our Father in Aramaic. I will just, we will go into a little silence while you are seated in the throne of Isis to receive a blessing. And dear Marla, I want you to call yourself with the name that was given to you at birth. And I am going to um, Tell, uh, sing the harmonics of this name. I don't do it. It's just I pray your name. Thank you. Please call yourself. Marla Eileen Levitt. Marla, and I want you now to call your name again, to, to go to higher realms of the oversoul body. Marla Eileen Levitt. And I will close with another sacred name of the divine feminine in the Hebrew tradition, the Leoe Shekinah, which is the third aspect of the divine trinity, the inner wells, the subatomic particles, the inner wells, and this blessing of the Shekinah. Leoe Shekinah, Shekinah Esh. Leoe Shekinah. Shekinah Amen, 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 and amen. Thank you, Marla. Oh, thank you very much. That was fascinating. It's incredible. It's a very, I mean, a sound creates the, uh, the geometries of light that make the matter. Uh, we are sound, we are light. That's what we are. <laughs> we are light. And you are carrying the, the embodiment of the name. <laughs> oh, that was because of the biggest, um, biggest um, mystical experience of my life. 
of my life that is extensively written about in my website. And in my name, in my name is Pilar because the name is very important. <laughs> the name is very important, and Pilar is, translates into pillar. Yes, well, and when Columbus discovered America, see, my name is Maria del Pilar, and she is the matron of all of the Hispanic world, um, an apparition of Mother Mary to John the Apostle at the moment of her passing, and she appeared in a pillar of light, because all of us are in the tube of light. This yes. is, okay, so this is very deep roots of, of the understandings of what life really is. And I spent 10 years of my life meditating on, on that name. <laughs> well, it fits you. You are a pillar of light. We all have the pillar of light around us. We can call yeah. it in at any time. Exactly. And we it can, it can transform, it can transform us. It can take us places. We can transmute all in the pillar of light. Yes. 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 Yeah. That's so beautiful to, to, to think that. So your website, is it farnsworthproductions.com? Well, uh, actually, that is inside of the other little thing that is C-Stock. Because for many years, I had the beautiful website that my husband crafted, which is the Farnsworth one. But that was in the old ways of websites where nobody ever went. I have never had a company, never had anything. And then this year, uh, on Earth Day, uh, someone here um, that had come also to live near uh, uh, Lilydale uh, was celebrating or wanted to celebrate the 50th year of Earth Day and asked me to be one of the 10 presenters. We were going to do it as a, as a real ceremony, but then the virus arrived and it was only a Zoom, but after the Zoom, a person that was the technical person behind, his name is Sigurd, a very beautiful name, Sigurd Anderson, who had for more than 30 years developed the proper ways of connecting, then uh, called me with great uh, oh, respect, could he do this? And he put my little website inside of something that now is called uh, I guess it's called a blog. And that blog, so that's the one that you should give to everybody because they will also find all my writings there. Okay, so we're going to go on break, but before we do, please check out Pilar at systalk.org slash Pilar, P-I-L-A-R. And we're going to go to break and we'll be right back. Thank you. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a fucking long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My Fucking Long Journey to Loving Myself, a guide to a shorter path to learn to live a more self-loving life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. 
I'm so glad you've stuck around, but if you're just tuning in, my guest today is Pilar de la Luz, and Pilar is an energy keeper, planetary worker, a true mystic, poet, shaman, healer, spiritual teacher, seer. She's the priest and she is a priest in the order of the Melchizedek, Melchizedek. Yes. Did I say that? Okay. <laughs> and Magdalene, priestess of the living earth. She is a storyteller, dancer, artist who joyously weaves in meditative ceremonies with breath, movement, touch, toning, ancient languages and harmonics to awaken heart-centered, full-brain function, not even full-brain, even full-bodied function. And so, welcome back, Pilar. <laughs> it's a lot. And Full-body, full-body is a lot more fun. <laughs> it, it is a lot more fun. But before we get into that, we're going to talk about the dojo. It's charity yes. shout-out time. So this no, dojo, dojo means the place of practice, because I'm a martial artist. I teach Kigang, that's the main... Um, framework of all how I do all my teachings to people because Kigang is very ancient. I teach a 6,000 year old form called Earth and Heaven and it is about that, about bringing heaven into earth. And I also then uh, we do um, create dances from the soul. So it's very much but it's very rooted in the teachings of Kigang. So with the dance, which is the Taoist, which is the Taoist tradition, and I don't know if you're acquainted with the four letters. I could show them to you, but not, they are hanging in the wall. But the four letters that are the compendium of the philosophy of Taoism. The first one is like two people dancing because these are ideographs. They do not have letters like our alphabet. And that's happiness. And you, and only you, are responsible for your own happiness. Sure. Well, when you get that, and life will test you to check, then mm -hmm. one good day you wake up and you have received from heaven the second letter now, and that is good luck. You smile at the world, and the world smiles back, and you, uh, and you can produce your work. And, I mean, you are... And you get tested, and I mean so many things that happen in life. Oh, life is so magical. And then one day, if you're passing the tests, the third letter, and, and, and life has changed. And that one, they call it abundance or prosperity. But it's not, only, it's not only money, of course not. It's also knowledge, and it's all the goods of life. And then, as we continue... And only, um, I mean, as uh, when we get older and individuated and more whatever, very, very few people have received the fourth letter. And I always ask people if they can guess what the fourth letter is. Can you do a guess? Any guess? Let's see. Abundance. We have abundance, good luck. We have happiness. Um, this is the most important thing to have in the third dimension. So don't go out of third dimension to tell me what you think it is. <laughs> I would say perfect health because health is so You important. got it. You are the only person, Marla, in the entire for 50 years. I have been asking this question and finally someone answered. Perfect health. <laughs> oh, I'm very kidding, kidding. Yeah. Well, so that's what I teach. And then... Uh, one time, because always I had, we had five children. And then on Saturdays, I left the children and my husband and asked him to put all the dishes in the kitchen because I went to teach yoga and Kigang and sometimes an extended thing in a, in a beautiful little park. And then I would come back home and there was the pile of dishes and that was my re-entry to to, to, to my uh, uh, home. So I'm starting on the dishes when I got the whole philosophy that I live by. And it, 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 and it was, the body is the temple. The breath life be here now. That's all I need. And that is what I teach. That's beautiful. <laughs> now, do you have any classes coming up? Yes. Uh, well, actually, um, now everything is done long distance, and I don't even use Zoom because I'm an old-fashioned grandmother, a crone. I do just, them, uh, it's called phone conferencing, free of charge, and when people go to that uh, CIS um, talk pillar, 
uh, they have the invitation for my central work, which is called, because all the things we do are prayer and are prayers for the world. That one is called a holy quorum, because in the ancient teachings, quorum is when 10, 10 or more meet for the dual purpose of knowledge. Knowledge is very important. Yes. Knowledge and prayer. Yes. And our quorum groups are incredible. And then there is, a, we also do the Rosary for an Ascending Humanity every, every Monday at nine in the morning. And on Saturdays, we have the Sintamani Guardians. This is a Shintamani jewel. And these are sacred. Uh, they are not stones because they are, um, they, they are not from the earth, but they are in the earth. Like I also have had many experiences with the crystal skulls, but our Sintamani Guardians or Chintamani Guardians group is on Saturdays at noon of New York time. Those are the main things I do. And then the retreats. And People choose to come to my home, but they don't stay at my home. They stay in the beautiful um, places of Lilydale. And then they work at their own curriculum of transformation or of the finishing of their work, their art. And every day, of course, we do Qigong twice a day. <laughs> and they learn much and they try. Oh, it's, it's a beautiful experience. Uh, very, the best kind of vacation a person can give themselves. And so to, to reach out to you for any of these classes, can they, write, can they email you at Pilar, P-I-L-A-R-D-E-L-A-L-U-Z at netsync.net? Yes, and NetSync is because that is the, when I moved here from Ohio, I needed to change my email and that's the one of the telephone company. But I love the name because we need to come in sync. Yes. And that it's is what perfect. I teach. <laughs> it's what you teach. So for if you're interested in any of Pilar's classes, you can either look her up at SysTalk, that's S-Y-S-T-A-L-K dot org, slash Pilar, P-I-L-A-R, or email Pilar at Pilar de la Luz, P-I-L-A-R-D-E-L-A-L-U-Z at netsync.net. Perfect. So, wonderful. So people can learn about all you do and they can participate and, and support you and, and learn from you because you, you have so much knowledge and wisdom. You are just an amazing person who can share and help other people because we were talking before we got on the show, how our purpose is to be of service and to be helpful, to help people in their lives, to raise their consciousness, to have them understand what spirituality truly means and what it is. And it really comes from the heart. It starts Absolutely, with love. Completely. And in fact, the vow in the priesthood of Melchizedek, which I offer it free to people the, to take this vow to live by, is to teach and heal in a world in transformation and renewal. That is our vow. That is what we practice and we need to practice in every breath. To yes. teach and heal a world in transformation and renewal. Thank you. I love that. That's beautiful. I'm going to write that down. That's, that almost <laughs> reminds me of, it's, it's like a mantra that people should, and I'm not shooting on people. I'm not trying to shoot <laughs> on people. So please forgive me. But I feel that it's something, if you repeat that, I truly feel it will give you sort of like that leg up that, that one needs, especially in challenging times like this year. Yes. This year has been very challenging for some, for most of the people. Some yes. of the people, not as much, uh, for whatever the reason. But in this particular case, this would be so helpful. So, I love that. Can we say it one more time, please? Yes. The vow in the priesthood of Melchizedek is to teach and heal yeah. a world in transformation and renewal. We are co-creators with the divine. We are the boots, the boots and the earth here. We are the, or the fingertips too. We, we are how God can come into this earth, how the divine can come. And there is no separation from the person and the divine. If you, in the, I guess it's unity. Unity is beautiful. We are fractal 
we are individual aspects of the divine, but we are fractals, just little fractal of the divine, but totally connected, and we are the ones here. And we are the ones to transform, to, to allow, and, and to create a new earth. And the reality of it is, is we're all made from the likeness of God. That's in Genesis. And Absolutely. if we're all made in the likeness of God, we're all connected. Every being is connected. Totally. The net of light. The net of light. Oh, I love that. Oh, yes. I am. A, one of my things is I belong to that group that is called the net of light. And it is the there are more groups forming in the world every moment. At the beginning, we were called 20. Some years ago, we were called the grandmothers speak. Look, check those up because the either net of light or grandmothers speak, check it out in the Google. I'm going <laughs> I am, to I'm a beacon in the net of light. <laughs> grandmothers of speak, S-P-E-A-K? Yes. Okay. I'm going, I'm going to check this out when we get off the air because um, I find it fascinating. And the fact that we're all here trying to do the, the same thing, and that is to help, raise, you know, I, I keep saying raise consciousness, help people live the life they're divinely meant to live. And you keep talking about spirit being, you know, testing us, which I always talk about because spirit yes. tests us to make sure whatever we're saying, we really mean. <laughs> and so they'll put something in front of us. And it's like, are you interested in that? Etc. And so it just takes it back. But Pilar, I'm so sorry. I have to end the show. I have to say my thank yous to you. I am so grateful. I would love to have you back. You are such a gem. You are oh, such a pillar of light. Thank you. Thank and, you. Thank you. And happy, happy birthday. Oh, the, the happiest, the happiest <laughs> always. And we shall always grow in happiness and in service. Thank Happiness you. and service. Absolutely. I'm so <laughs> grateful you spent your birthday here with me. I want to thank everyone at Voice America for all you do to get the show on and to help me with everything and to Bridget, my assistant, my left hand, my right hand. Thank you so much. So grateful. And before I, and I want to thank you, the listening audience, because you're taking time out of your life. And I want to make this valuable for you through the voice of our guests, what they have to share. Because whatever they're sharing, if you're listening to it, it's meant for you to hear. And so thank you for taking that time. I do want to make my little social service announcement about being socially considerate. Please don't look at it as a as a, a penance. It is not. What you're doing is being a good person to yourself and to others because I know you wouldn't want to be sick. And I'm going to show this Wisconsin mask and because if you need a mask, this is, they have one that's the comfort that is 95%. I could keeps the bacteria on one ninety nine percent Make wisconsinmask.com. Please check it out. And if you are interested, email me at marlottemghealer.com for a discount code. Okay. Well, I need to leave now, but as I do, as always, I send you love, I send you blessings, and I send you gratitude. Thank you so much. Stay well. Bye.